50, check. Vegas nights, linen, blow the dice, roulette, spin it. Honey, grand blackjack, pit bosses watching me stack that. It started with a kiss, public form of affection. I'm high off of loving, bugging, still thugging. Call the pimp and I pass around, but once you come back around, see all mine, that's how we get down. Crack the windows in the Bentley, man, the scent just tipped me. You can smell it through the jar in the back of the car. I like girls, she like girls too. So it's cool when she come through. The menage with my marriage. 2 p.m., breakfast in bed, I had a long night. I was in Vegas at the Bellagio. And a sweet thing from a foreign place. Why is he acting up? <laughs> <laughs> He's acting up. Can't take He's out nowhere. 
not. He's a black dog. He's black. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. And he's about to be mad because I'm really about to put. See, and I don't want anybody to say that I beat this dog or that I abuse this dog. This dog. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to keep it moving. We have a special guest today on the Christians of Gooch podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Sure. This is Chelsea Boo, a.k.a. Calling Mary Jane. Uh, I'm a cannabis, weed, ganja, marijuana advocate, uh, enthusiast. User, um, <laughs> I love love the herb. It's wonderful for many things. And I'm uh, thank you for inviting me to the show. I look forward to it. We're gonna have a great time. Yes, we should have had you on the plug protocol. Mhm. But mm-hmm. my plug has always, always been like a family member or a close friend. So I never really had any problems. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay, so you have the blog called Calling Mary Jane, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, what, de- uh, Dank Deadlifts and Deadlines? Yes, uh, Deadlifts, Dank, and Deadlines. Uh, my, the premise, basically, is I, I want to kind of just dispel the myth that stoners are a certain way, you know? It's either you right. think they're just on the block or some white, hit the kid with dread who has no desire to do anything with their life. But mm-hmm. the, the marijuana industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. It's getting larger and larger every day. Multiple states have, um, you know, legalized recreational cannabis. So it's not just the hood. The hood cannot sustain that an industry like that. It's everyone right. smokes or uses or eats it, uses it for whatever. So, you know, you want to break down those barriers and also give, you know, people of color, black women, Latinos, a place to, you know, a place to to talk about, uh, you know, their experiences using and connecting with, um, especially I'm like looking for, you know, Latino women-owned businesses to partner with. Um, Because when you see... You know, you what you see out there, you see a bunch of white people, nothing wrong with that. But we are the ones who've given up our freedom. We've been the face of when it was bad to smoke. So mm-hmm. we have to be the face of also, you know, we have to benefit somehow. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So now that um, we're seeing the legalization of marijuana across several states, um, how do you feel about, I guess, certain um, parts of the market that are so heavily dominated by, um, you know, white males um, as a woman of color? Um, how do you work to do your outreach to kind of be the person of color in some of these spaces and to kind of make your presence known? Um, I, I have a lot of feelings about just seeing just tons of white men, you know, growing, uh, you know, owning businesses or, you know, uh, allied businesses, you know, selling tools, uh, grow materials, uh, smoke accessories. Uh, I basically just search the interwebs for people that look like me. 
because there's really no network. There is uh, the Minority Cannabis Alliance. There's that, but it's really small. There are smaller organizations. There's Latino for, Latinos for Cannabis. But you just have to search for interwebs. I use Instagram a lot to basically just look for people that look like me or people just that are like-minded, you know, mm-hmm. um, to, like, to start those conversations. There's no – because the industry is so new. Well, it's not new, but it's newly legalized um, and big enough to where, you know, it's actually making it a, a huge, huge impact in the economies of multiple states. Um, so they, But there's not really – an infrastructure there to define, you know, black-owned or Latino-owned or women-owned companies. You just have to use the Internet. And social media has been, you know, been amazing for for that. Yeah. And to be honest, the only the only woman of color I saw was the woman in, I think it was Alaska, who right. quit her job. And it, now mm-hmm. she's, you know, now she's, about to go to jail for it, and it's legal. And I'm just like, oh, my God, right. how is it? You know what I mean? Like, how can she, you know, possibly go to jail for this when there are other people who have, um, who are distributors and, you know, carry all the paraphernalia? Right. I, I just don't get it. I really don't because it is, I mean, I get it because it's a white male-dominated, you know, area, but right. it's not right. <laughs> yeah, and it's still a Schedule one, so it's still federally illegal. So the cannabis industry still operates within a gray area. Right. So it's still federally illegal, but it doesn't make any sense in the state that it's legal medicinally mm-hmm. to for her to go to jail for what. But even in, I, you know, I'm a California born and bred, and I, I live in the Bay Area, which is basically cultivated the marijuana industry of what it is today. You know, build businesses. There's a university, Amsterdam U, here. I live um, a city right adjacent to Oakland, and so there's basically a weed university. It's been here for over 20 years. It's it's old and really really well known, uh, but still people are still getting arrested for doing you know getting into the industry, and they do target you know like everything else target brown people. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. bullshit. It makes me really mm-hmm. really angry because you you see. You know, these people in Silicon Valley, which is fine, you know, mm-hmm. startup people kind of getting into in the industry, actually they know nothing really about the culture. Because we all know, you know, there is a stoner culture that prevails, like, everywhere, you know. So right. they're getting into the industry just because they see an opportunity, which is, you know, like everything else, money talks. I get it. Right. But they're they're allowed to do whatever the hell they want. But then you have smaller businesses, people of color who are just trying to make even a smaller impact, you know, get mm-hmm. get fucked up by demand. Right. How mm-hmm. did you uh, end up getting involved? Like, how did you how did you decide that this is something? I, I guess how did you try it? So, what was your first time trying it? And then what made you like decided this is something that uh, you wanted to continue doing? Uh, I started smoking. Probably like 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin was a plug, and I was like, you know, a nerdy kid. I was like basically just a nerdy athlete. I didn't, I didn't drink in high school. I didn't really smoke. And he's like, Chelsea, let's go get fucked up. And like, even <laughs> though like people in my family smoked, I just never had the desire because I was always like head in the books. I have practice. I have this and that. So 
I, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't do it, you know. So right. uh, he got he got me so motherfucking high. We hotboxed my my grandfather's <laughs> old truck so high, and I got paranoid like a bitch. It was ridiculous, okay? I, like, opened the truck, and my billows of smoke came out, and I was running across the parking lot. But he was, I remember him yelling, he's like, you're not going anywhere. Where do you think you're running to? Because I was moving like a goddamn uh, turtle. <laughs> but, you know, like, your senses are all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> it's nothing like a bad trip. <laughs> Right. Oh, like, God. After the fact, we died laughing to the, till this day. Like we crack up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's know, the first pretty time... common for your first time to be very paranoid. Because <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. Like literally, I was like, "Oh, you're gonna die, and this is how it's gonna happen." And I was just uh-huh. like, "Oh my God, I'm I'm gonna die." And I I couldn't really <laughs> rationalize how I was gonna die or why. I just knew mm-hmm. I was going to die in that moment. But that was, like, my first time, and I don't know why I did it again, because I was, like, my paranoid trip right. was terrible, but I did it again anyway. Yeah, my <laughs> first time, I thought I was in a video game. Like, it was some Mario Brothers type <laughs> stuff. And I remember, like, I was in high school, and I remember going home, and I'm like, okay, I got to be straight, because my mama at the house. And, like, I just remember being really <laughs> thirsty, but I put, like, cereal in a cup and then ice cream on top of that, and it was just, it's crazy, but I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I just really want to do this again. And then, like, I didn't start having bad trips until recently. And it's like, okay, this is not like I'm. I've moved on from Reggie onto like you know different strains, and so I have to get used to it and kind of tiptoe into it and not go full Right, used to the potency. Like when my first time smoking, I wasn't smoking any Reggie because my cousin, he was the plug, and he grew, yeah. and he's always. He's always like, been into these like some sort of quality, you know. Yeah. So we smoked some strong ass weed, and then <laughs> from then I think I was well, I don't remember if that was the summer before I started school or what, um, or like right when I started school, and then I went to Berkeley, you know, a hippie school, mm-hmm. and from there, you know, <laughs> the writing was on the wall. <laughs> so I used to go to I used to go to class high, like not not all my classes, but especially some classes that require some, some sort of creativity. And I, mm-hmm. I was a science a science major, but, like, classes that required some sort of creativity, I actually wrote fire-ass papers. Hi, denim. <laughs> See, I aspire to be like that. I was just like, I see people who are, like, high at work and just like, damn, I wish I could do that. But when I'm high, I just want to sleep. Like, I don't, I don't want to sit down. I can't sleep. Yeah, chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it depends because I can't go to work high only because I know I don't, my filter will be very, very low. And that's the day that I just like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about this shit. Like, we don't need to cuss nobody out, okay? Right. <laughs> Not even. I wouldn't even cuss them out. I would just be like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> like, I can't, you can't, like, no, mm-mm, no. I have to be in, I mean, I have to care. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll be in I don't care mode, and that's dangerous. But outside yeah. of that, mm-hmm. though, like, I could, honestly, what I like to do after I've smoked, I do definitely like to cook. Or depending on Me how too. much I will clean mm-hmm. like crazy, like nobody's business, or I will just sit down and just watch all the Netflix 
or yes. I will go on a munchies binge. It's like that's, most, that's pretty much those are my modes. Those are my modes after smoking. Or I'm I'm just gonna record this podcast and talk all hell all the shit. And <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, munchies is a bitch. I just I don't like I I saw it might have been on Facebook, but you were saying that you after you lift um, you you smoke and it's good for like muscle recovery and I'm just like mm-hmm, I'm gonna lift and then smoke I'm gonna smoke and then eat all the sandwiches and the cakes and the pies like don't <laughs> I, I, I can't <laughs> I just don't like I put bacon on banana pudding the other night like <laughs> I was so for that. I was a girl. That sounds like it was were fucking delicious. delicious. <laughs> it was fucking delicious. It was the best thing I ever came <laughs> up with. And yes, and the sweet. So it was so good. But then I was like, okay, you've gone too far. You need to stop this shit. <laughs> Pull it back. That's why. Yeah, that's why I try not to have like really bad snacks because I'll go on the yeah. way binge but I try to have like healthy snacks so at least if I'm eating just all kinds of shit at least kind of healthy I get some nutrients from it right <laughs> yeah I don't mm-mm. I want chips I want cake I want all that mm-mm. so what advice would you give to like a new a newbie mm. uh, for a new smoker I would uh, recommend that you try different strains uh, mm-hmm. depending on where you live because, you know, I'm very fortunate. I live in California. It was just made recreationally legal. It's been medicinally legal for a long time. So at, at 18, you could get a card here in California, a medicinal card. And, it's, it, you know, the system is not all together, so it's easy as hell to get a card. You either have one yeah. way or the other. Some states, it's really hard. I heard from friends like Chelsea, this and that, another thing, and they have to be like, I couldn't get my card, even though they have PTSD, they have depression, you know, they have real medical reasons. Yeah. Um, but in California, you go, literally, I video conferenced a doctor, he's a real doctor, I video conferenced him, went into, he wasn't even in the office, I saw, it was like Judge Judy or some bullshit in the background, it was literally 30 <laughs> seconds, he's like, how does, it, how does it work? Is it better than, I, I was taking Xanax at the time, and, because uh, I, I'm really anxious and I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, how, how does the weed work? He's like, works good. Okay. And then he hung <laughs> up. I didn't even finish my motherfucking sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him my hundred dollars. Emailed and there you go. Card, right? <laughs> Damn. And then I got my card right. I got my card right there. But for a new person, I would recommend trying different strains um, and just smoking a little bit. Yeah, and then seeing how you react because everyone reacts differently, especially at first. Yeah, don't do like uh, me. Don't like, smoke a whole blunt like in one sitting when you're yeah. trying out different strains. Like you will make yourself crazy. <laughs> right, you will. Right. And don't don't let your damn friends pressure you be pressure you into like you know taking a huge hit off a four mm-hmm. four foot long bong or something. Like mm-hmm. just do a little bit, see how you're going to be at right you know and get i would roll it in papers instead of smoking a blunt so you could actually taste it yeah or smoke out of a pipe or a bong so you could actually taste you know taste the weed because they they do have different flavors so i would do that kind of ease your way into it um 
if you want to do edibles and you're like, you know, I don't want to smoke for whatever reason, um, do not eat a whole motherfucking cookie, brownie, gummy. Do not, okay? Just like a little bit. <laughs> your ass would be stuck to the couch for like four I hours. I horror stories. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, Chelsea, really quickly, um, I wanted to um, touch on it because you mentioned you, um, had, you're anxious. And sometimes um, I've dealt with depression. And a lot of people uh, think that for certain ailments, marijuana is a cure-all. And um, mm-hmm. there are some... For some people, just their chemical makeup, THC is an it aggregate it aggravates, excuse me, right. um, your conditions and stuff. So when you were talking about, you know, just you know, kind of trying it out and seeing how it goes, you know, a lot of people um, don't know that if you already prone to certain, um, you know, imbalances, I guess, for lack of a better word, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you know marijuana doesn't help. It doesn't help. So um, have you? come across any of that um, literature in any of uh, your work with uh, marijuana and, and kind of looking into it? Um, for that, it's, some people, you know, just don't want to get high, don't want to, you know, ingest THC. But if you can, there there are, um, I use CBD oil, and mm-hmm. there are gummies, candies, um, now tinctures, drinks, uh containing CBD and it's non-psychoactive. You do get the benefits um, benefits of the marijuana plant, but you do not, you know, you don't get high, you don't get paranoid, you don't really, you know, you don't really notice until you actually feel better. And uh, CBD oil is used a lot for PTSD, um, it helps mm-hmm. with audit for sleep. Uh, my one of my uh, cousins, she's actually recovering. Um, she's in remission from cancer. She's using a high dose CBD um, as part of her treatment. Uh, her doctor knows. Her doctor doesn't necessarily like it, but he's like, okay, you know, it, it has proven to kill cancer cells. Um, so I would encourage people to, if they want the benefit, to seek out CBD oil. But it's it's kind of complicated to get it. One is expensive as hell. The bottle I have, it's, I think it's what, two ounces. It was uh, $150 and that was a plug. It's normally like mm-hmm. 200. Uh, so it's pretty expensive. And, and that's the stuff that, you know, parents are really advocating for, you know, parents with children that are epileptic mm-hmm. or relatives that are epileptic um, because it's life changing. You see yeah. so many benefits. Um, so if you you know if you want the benefits but don't want the psychoactive high, I love getting fucking high, but not it's not for everybody. <laughs> uh, then I would try to seek out CBD oil. Um, and there's a, a lot of businesses that actually ship it, ship it to all 50 states. So you mm-hmm. could get it online, but I I would, but it, they operate within. A great area. I actually listened to another podcast today um, uh, about it uh, because the DEA actually issued a letter basically stating that CBD oil is illegal and people people in the industry flipped out, but they didn't really realize that all parts of the cannabis plant are illegal anyways. So it was basically issuing the, um, I guess, 
issuing it a number so they could actually track it. But it, it wasn't anything game-changing because all parts of the cannabis plant are illegal. That's, so okay. cannabis and hemp plant are illegal within the United States. Oh, but yeah. you can get CBD oil a lot. I'm learning so, I would so much out. about these and tinctures. Um, I'm I'm about to get hip <laughs> mm-hmm. to all of this. I really am. I was smoking yeah. wax on um, Christmas, and I was like, you know what? I like what it. What Wax. Wax? Mm-hmm. Well, it's dang. a concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> they cracked me up. Okay, so wax. Make sure I ask my plug about wax. <laughs> You gotta have like um one of those um is it it's not an e cig whatever that thing is a vape I have a vape a vape you have a yeah vape. you, you gotta use have a vape pen sure. that's specifically or I what I'm using right now you guys seen the picture of my you know my really pretty like bong looking thing yes it's, I want that's that a, that's that's an oil it's an oil rig and it's specifically for wax shatter or butter what I have butter slash crumble. Um, mm-hmm. And they're essentially the same, or uh, rosin, rosin. Uh, so when you say wax, are there. you meaning like a resin type situation? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's basically you take you know you take weed. You don't you don't even necessarily have to have like a big huge buds. You know, you know when you're smoking flour, you want it to look good, but um, when you're making Rosin and the wax. You use a, um, a a combustible. Wait, we use like it's called BHO or, or a butane honey oil process. So mm-hmm. you basically titrate it, titrate the THC and terpenes out of uh, the cannabis plant using heat and um, some sort of. You basically use butane to do it. And there's other process. Now it's becoming, um, you know, it's a very scientific process. And if it's done properly, you know, people who sell it, like sell it in other dispensaries, they do it basically in a laboratory setting uh, because it is combustible. Um, oh or you could do it because my, my family makes it. And so, or you could do it not that way. And you titrate it out uh, using, like, glass, and you heat it and a butane process, but you make you have to make sure you basically burn off the butane because butane is what like extracts the THC and uh, the THC and other cannabinoids out of the plant. So wow. it's complicated. Or rosin is basically um, it doesn't use any hydrofuels. You um, press it using heat and pressure. So mm. you basically take some buds, you put it in this little thing, and you basically press it, and it heats up, and it uses pressure, and you come out with, like, like a honey-looking substance, and that's uh, basically the pure THC and other cooking. Yes, I thought I, I think I saw that on Instagram, because I've been looking up, listen, mm-hmm. I'm all up and through the 420 Club and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> because the videos are no, so interesting. It's a science. Like people think, like, it oh, is. it's just weed. You know, growing no. growing weed, you know, it does grow naturally in some parts. Of, it does grow naturally, but 
you know, farming is a really complicated process. You have to make mm-hmm. sure, you know, your plants bud correctly. You have to feed it the right things. You have to make sure it has the right lighting and heat conditions. Uh, it's complicated. It's like any, you know, I don't know if you guys ever had any sort of garden, but gardening is not easy. No, it's not. At all. Any sort of vegetable or plant, <laughs> it's not easy at all. You can laugh all you want to, Cookie. <laughs> Yeah. It's like mad because I yeah. take I take trips to Home Depot. <laughs> On Saturday, yes. <laughs> it is, gardening is not easy at all. It's a very dedicated no, sport. No, it's not hard. <laughs> it is. Oh, I, this is so interesting. Like it's so. It's nice to hear the side where it's not just like some D boy, you know what I mean, or like some just little right. preppy white boy smoking weed or whatever. Like it's like it's actually for smart people. <laughs> like you really it have to people. know how to handle this. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is so cool. Yeah, yeah, I've been on like <laughs> farms and and grown, you know, grown in like the hills of Mendocino. It's not easy work at all yeah. it's totally not you especially depending you could do you know outdoor but with that you have to make sure you have a good water source you have to water it every day you have to make sure you know you don't have any like fung- fungi or any bugs mm-hmm. just like any other damn plant mm-hmm. um and or you could do you know there's an indoor process which is really complicated you have to set up a complicated grow room make sure you have the correct light Make sure you, you know, your lighting is set properly so you can make sure the flower buds or you could do a light a greenhouse light deprivation process, which is kind of like a hybrid between, between growing indoors and outdoors. So you have basically teenage plants that are ready to go outdoors um, and you have you a greenhouse. Yeah, you, you know, you grow the, you, you basically, they're exposed to the sunlight with a like, kind of clear tarp for a certain amount of, amount of hours a day. I believe it's like 16 hours a day. Then every day at, the, at a certain time, you have to basically cover it with another, like, black tarp to black it out so they won't flower oh, wow. or bud early. And you have oh, to do that wow. every single day. Every single day, make sure you water it. Make sure the soil is okay. Make sure you put your amendments in the soil during the right time. And so you basically cannot, during that process, and usually plants take 60 to 90 days, depending on the strain to flower, you have to be there every day, every day. And you have to do that process uh, every single day. So it's, it's a not, high it's not easy work. Oh. It's hell high maintenance. You know, it does grow feral. Hemp does grow feral, and it, it, it grow, does grow wild. Mm-hmm. But for strains you really want to smoke, you know, it, it won't be high quality. You're not just gonna let it go. You know. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can just grow in your backyard. You know, in, in California now, uh, every person can have up to six plants. Just in their backyard. Up to six plants. Mhm. Hmm. I need to move. Please leave on my little patio of my little apartment. I'm going to see what the sun is like. I'm about to be growing a couple plants out there. Okay. 
I don't know if I'm into growing, but <clears throat> I'm loving people cooking more and more with marijuana. I'm loving these right. recipes. <laughs> I'm I'm here for these edibles. Like I'm about that edible life. Listen, and I put butter as... in my lasagna. It was everything. Oh, how was I was gonna ask you how was your butter? You said it, it was, was like so amazing. Good. It is so good. <laughs> and I keep it in the freezer, and when I'm ready for it, I just set it on the counter while I'm cooking, and then I just add it in as I'm cooking. And it's like mm-hmm. the high that I get is so gradual. It's not like, um, right. it's not like yeah, a, oh, my God, I'm high. It's like, you know, it builds. It's just, you know, as the food's digesting, I guess. But it's just, oh, it's the best thing I ever did, for the, especially for days where I don't want to smoke. It is so good. But someone in the in our Facebook group told me about olive oil, and you don't even have to use water. Mm-hmm. I see You're that. Just, yeah. So I, that's gonna be my next thing. Mm. Yeah, and you know you don't have you don't have to get <laughs> yeah you don't have to get the like just the nice buds that you smoke. You know, ask your ask your plug or whoever ask them for some shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it still has THC, and then you can make it there. You just put it uh, like in a cheese cloth or something. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I like that. I like the gradual highs um, yeah. from edibles because um, it's it just it feels nice. It's very relaxing. It's very calming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my first experience eating an edible, uh, my neighbor made me a batch of cookies. So I ate like half a cookie, and I was watching like an episode of like Breaking Bad. And then I was like, okay, I'm a little, you know, all right. So then I turned, I switched to The Walking Dead. And then I ate another half a cookie, and I totally forgot I was watching TV. And I was like, oh, shit. I was totally high. And I was like, I love this. Like, I, this is wonderful. Like, yes. And I just laid down on the couch, and I watched TV, and I was totally stoned. And I was like, this is perfect. It, it was it was yeah. very nice. It was a nice body high. It's relaxing. But Isn't for a moment, though, oh. yeah, it was tingly. It was just, it was just delish. It was delish. Mm-hmm. But I told, but that zombie fucked me up for a hot second. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't watch that when you're high. You can't process everything that's going on. Like you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. But uh, speaking of like the benefits and stuff, I was looking at it was some article, no, it was a video, and um, the guy had Parkinson's disease, and they were just mm-hmm. doing like a trial with him, and he took it mm-hmm. and. Like, his shakes went away. He was able to speak clearly. Like, he was focused. He was relaxed. Like, his muscles had loosened up. So, I mean, it has a lot of of benefits that people think is just, you know, people think, oh, you you know, kids just want to get high or whatever. But it's not. Like, it's out here actually helping people to just be able to move throughout the day, you know, regularly. Yeah, to be able to move and, like, Mm -hmm. just live, you know. Yeah. And people with, like, diseases like cancer or something. You know, chemotherapy is, you know, terrible. It makes you not want to eat. And so people, Mm -hmm. you know, may smoke or eat it so they can eat and function. It's also a great pain reliever. Right. So a lot of people just use it just so they can, just so they can function. Like my my uncle, like, he has a bad back. He's been practicing martial arts for uh, 30-some years now. Mm -hmm. And... Because of that, just because of his work also, you know, he, he has a he has a bad back. He's like, you know, some days I can't get out of bed. So for Christmas I gave him uh 
I gave him some weed, basically. Uh, probably a little <laughs> more than that. Because he doesn't smoke, he doesn't smoke that much, but he still does smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him, give him a high CBD strain. Um, so the psychoactive component is, it only gets you high for a little bit, maybe 30 minutes or something, an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 minutes for me because I have a high tolerance, but for him, it will probably be a little bit longer, but you don't have a strong, strong high, but the pain relieving effects are great. And he was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he was so happy, you know. It's he was able to get up. Me. Yeah, yeah. Like me being his niece, you know, giving him weed, but like my family's kind of black hippie, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so weird on Christmas. It. My mom came over and um, she was like, we were. My grandma was talking about weed, and she was like, "Yeah, I put it in the cones." And I'm like, "What cones?" My grandma's out here smoking raw cones. <laughs> and so then my mom was like, "My mom was like, well, can I see it?" And so I showed it to her, and I opened up the bag, and like she's smelling it. She's like, "Oh right. my god, this is so strong!" Like she was so cool with it. And mind you, my mom is the ultimate church lady, and so like. I don't know what is going on with 2016, but like it has totally changed my mom because like she's she's cool with like gay people now and like she's like so uh-huh. chill when it comes to weed. Like it was amazing. It's amazing. So maybe I'll get her to smoke some next time. We'll see. So that's cool. So. What's what's next for your um for you know wh- where do you want to see your blog go where do you hope to to come out of that? Yeah, I want my blog to be basically a platform for a brand. Um, mm-hmm. I've been in talks with uh, some cannabis tech companies about partnering, doing some product reviews, um, nice. doing just reviews on just on their platform and their product. I also do, I really, really want to speak out women of color, uh, people of color, and just give them a platform. Like, it's really important for me to interview the, basically the, interview and, and talk to the people behind the product and people behind the business, you know, mm-hmm. um, to kind of give a face, give a human face to, um, to you know, to a product or I guess to certain, certain people um, to kind of break down those barriers. Right. Uh, but hopefully I can be able to quit, you know, quit my nine to five and just consult. Uh, I like my job, but not that much. I rather <laughs> talk about weed and help, help people develop, you know, develop their product yeah. and um, get their name out there any day than yeah. what I'm doing now. So. And you definitely have a passion about it, so I definitely see you, like, doing bigger things with it, so... Right, yeah. Put that on I've your made, vision you know, board. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to manifest. I've made connections very quickly, mm-hmm. you know, because I kind of just started a blog. Just, I was like, okay, let me just do it. I've been thinking about it for a, you know, for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, okay, finally, just do it. But let me just get it started. And I connected with, with companies and uh, just people in general really, mm-hmm. really quickly. And so yeah. it was just like the writing on the walls, like, you know, this is what I should be doing. Right. And not falling into place. You know, yeah, not working for the man. Right. <laughs> 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 I work for the weed man, but not the, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only man I'll be working for. Right. <laughs> this is cool stuff. 
So, uh, ladies, do we want to get into Nurse Umar or no? <laughs> Excuse me. <Cookie. laughs> I mean, did you just sneeze? Did you just sneeze? Was that a sneeze? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm trying to get this. I'm I'm still drinking my wine or whatever. Okay, you better luxuriate. <laughs> you know that's a weed wine? I just discovered that. Wait, what? Cannabis I have not infused, had yes. the cannabis-infused wine yet, but it's Cannabis-infused wine? I haven't, I haven't had it either because I love good wine. So I don't oh sure I wonder how those taste mingle. But there is cannabis-infused wine. I am mm. definitely getting my hands on a bottle. I think I heard I there was to. coffee, too. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, I'm, there is coffee. Mm-hmm. Something to that. Oh my gosh! Listen, I'm looking forward to all of this. Right, just a I, I'm, nice I'm cup. <laughs> gosh, there's so many possibilities. Yeah. See, now that is something so I could totally do at work: is sit and drink a cup of coffee. Yes, yes. I could do that. I could, <laughs> do like, that. I could dance. <laughs> Get away from my like, cubicle. <laughs> oh, I've done that off the sofa at work. Like, it's like, what? And I'll be like, oops, I forget where I was. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, we can get in, um, into um, Umar or we can save it for later. Um, honestly, it's it's just strange because... <laughs> It's strange because I was watching the video, and he really went to town with the SETI guy, yeah. and he was he was going in, and the thing about it was I was like, yeah. <laughs> what are they really fighting for? Because I don't know. Like, it's a, I dick, saw it's his a, it's a pissing contest. It's a pissing so contest. No one has time for this. So, so I saw uh, CNA Umar's video, and I refuse to call him doctor, so y'all just don't have to roll with it. And so uh, I just heard a bunch of nigga, and, like, that's it. I just heard a bunch of nigga. So what I gather from the first video, the guy, Seti, he was saying that he was part of, I can't remember the movement that he had named, but he was mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, he started this and he's been doing this and um, R.N. Umar is a fake <laughs> and a fraud and he don't rock with him like that, you know, because he's from his city. Philly, they're the, from Philly. Philly, okay. So Philly always his, got problems. I don't want it with y'all. I don't want it with y'all. Don't come to me. They <laughs> They are a troubled group. I will say that. Yes. It's like they're they're like the group home. Of yes. Cities. Like yeah. <laughs> But no, like no disrespect. No disrespect. Right. Because don't come to us. I still I I like Philly. I got friends from Philly or whatever. So I don't really. I mean, I like their beard. Yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. oh, it's a lot of good things about Philly. Absolutely, yeah. but you know, overall, lately, as a unit, they've seemed a little troubled. Right, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, um, you know, what was I talking about? Shit, what was I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Ouch. <laughs> 
myself the Prince of Pan Africanism. Oh my God! Stop it! So Stop I, it. I, I didn't know that. The, I didn't know this, but he was just saying that, you know, he's talked to African leaders and he's published and everyone is so funny. Everybody that I'm, you know, reviewing, reading who's reviewing this is like, can we fact check this? Like, nobody was able to fact check that he was actually published. I mean, my cousin's published. What does that mean? Like, we read her book. (laughs) No, right. She's published. Like, no, we have a book that by, like, does he have material? Like, he's really got material? Yeah, like where? Oh, girl. Like a merchandise table? Like, he's got a a merchandise table. (laughs) (laughs) And something about a school that doesn't exist, but he's still collecting funds for it. So, okay, I was avoiding that shit. Okay, because he had a video sometime back cussing out black people because we were not contributing to his school that he wants to build. And we will stand in line, you know, for Jordans, and we will buy, you know, tickets to this and that and spend all our money at the Gucci store on a white man, but we could not help him buy this school or purchase this school that he could build. And it was just really like, listen, my nigga, why don't you just go to your local community and rent out the YMCA and then just, you know, put together whatever classes you're going to have, just have it there. Like, right. you don't really need or to build like, a school that niggas can't probably get to or cause right. money to travel to. Like, why don't you just do something right. where you at? I don't understand. And so... Then can get a small business loan and start it that way. Like, Oh, it's just a lot. It's just a lot that just makes the whole situation too much like right. So pretty much in the video with his response to SETI, he was dropping the N-word real heavy. And, you know, we've got the receipts of when he was in the other interview talking about he does not have a need for the word nigga. And he does not use it, but he was using it. I was just going to say that. Isn't he, like, anti, like, super anti? Yes. And I think it's like everything. I think he's talking about us for using it, right? Bitches. Right. Huh. Mm-hmm. He's I'm like it's just he's not into anything that I, I mean he's not really into anything that I think is interesting. Like I'm sorry, it just no, I'm not interested in living my life the way he thinks because I mean there's a lot of speculation around him. I mean I said it earlier. I was like to me from what I've read, it sounds like he's the pastor Jamal Bryant of Pan Africanism. Oh of, my god! Because <laughs> like wait, didn't, he, didn't Jamal Bryant just have a baby? I don't not with his wife though. Uh, okay. But I don't think um, I don't think Candy Stripe. Um, Umar has <laughs> children. I don't know. I don't. Know. No, I, don't I mean, he's knocking off enough bags. He could have some floating around here. Listen, I mean, according he to said Jetty, you ain't did no scholarship. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I looked at both oh. videos, and I'm like. They're both mm-hmm. angry, but I don't know what for. Like they're not, they're not using their words. I don't, I don't understand. Like Seti was talking about going to a tribunal. Yeah, like Seti was talking about going to a tribunal, and then fucking Umar was like, <laughs> you know, don't debate me on YouTube. Let's have a debate. I'm coming to your city. Let's have a debate. We talk about three things, and I'm like, what? And then he did three things. 
And then I was like, that's not fair. I was like, if you're going to have a debate, a third party who's neutral should, should come, come up with the, the question. Right. I was like, see, you're not even really, you know, you want to ask him. Like, really, the question he came up with was, like, really stupid. Like, who are you? Prove you and publish and blah, blah, And I was like, nigga, we can ask you the same motherfucking thing. Like, you better come with your PowerPoint presentation for this shit. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I wouldn't go. Trump University. So. Oh, girl, he did. Phoenix, <laughs> he did. He did. It's some online shit. Oh, brother. Oh, time. man. But it was just, it was just, it was, it, it was funny. It was funny, but at the same time, it's just like, I feel like um, in 2017, black people need to be way more united than we are now. Mm-hmm. And I think also to me it's a good thing when some of these niggas get out here and say they ass because it's just one more person we know not to follow. Like, right. Okay. And I, I honestly right. don't think anybody really has the answers about what we should do as a people. I think we should do what's best for ourselves though and work in our own best interest. Right. And you exactly. know what that looks like, I don't know. But it's just like if you, you know. If you can help out your brother, help him out. You know what I'm saying? If you can avoid conflict, avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. You know, just 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 try to be better about it because we got a lot of shit. We got to watch our ass because the reality, you know, they may not necessarily lynch us, but they will legislate the fuck out of our asses as we're seeing now with them passing. You know, if you get into a fight at school for felony now, like they're going to legislate the fuck out of us. We don't know what they're going to come up with. You know, exactly. and, right. and how yeah. it's going to really apply to us. So it's like we don't have time for this. We need to really be focusing on like, how are we going to survive? <laughs> right, and that goes, yeah, and that goes to, you know, oh, that goes back to, good. right, and that goes back to how I was saying, like, it just, it makes us look divided right now, all this arguing over what? Like, that's mm-hmm. not even important right now. No one gives a fuck who is, like, the king of the hotel. No one cares. What we do care about is that people are dying every day, you know, like in the hands of police custody. What? People are, black people are dying. Like what y'all got going on is not important. Your little school that you got is not important right now. You could be funneling those funds to maybe getting somebody some legal uh, help or something. Like there's so much mm-hmm. more you could be doing. Mm-hmm. Such a way that, yeah, so, I mean, there are a lot of people who were let down and disappointed. I wasn't. I already knew this nigga wasn't. I already wasn't feeling him. Disappointed so. in what? I hope they didn't have their hopes up for that nigga. But people but really this, thought this nigga was the truth. Though. Like, there are really people who thought he was the truth, though. And I don't, I yeah. never understood. And I was like, I mean, it, it, some of this stuff is like, listen. Some dudes, it's like they really don't, they just want to be, some people just want to be on top. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a rhyme or reason. They just want to be on top. And mm-hmm. that's really what mm-hmm. it's all about. And it's, 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 at this point in the game, either you out there and you really doing something, trying to make a difference, or you're not. And, you know, writing books isn't really sometimes all the niggas been writing books for, for centuries. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, <laughs> wrote a book, though. <laughs> <As> allegedly. <laughs> so I need a book. Yeah, allegedly, well. Allegedly. 
<laughs> allegedly writing books because I ain't seen it. What's the name of it? What school did he go to? All right. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Nigga is about. So, y'all. What's that? Tiny file for divorce, y'all. Yes. She should have did that a long time ago. Honestly, as a devout T.I. fan for many years, and I had to stop fucking with him. I I was happy when he married Tiny. I was happy for them. Mm-hmm. But I must say that I don't blame her for filing for divorce. Because he ain't shit. Oh. Yeah. Hasn't he cheated on her multiple times? Yes. Got her locked up and, like, the whole... <laughs> yes. Like, this nigga got yeah. out of jail. They was out riding around. And then they got locked up. Like... <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, both of her. It's time yeah. she was just fed up. She tried. No one could say she did not try because she's been with him through a lot of bullshit. Yeah, she did, and it's like people are coming after her now because she's asking for uh, alimony and child support, and uh, duh, of like right, <laughs> she they got fourteen kids. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but like they got an asshole of kids, yeah, and they but, just had a baby. They have so many damn kids. Yes, and some of them are not even hers. And she can be carrying also from whoever. Like, I, yeah, I because um, also <laughs> when um when she met him, he didn't have nothing, and she took care of him and supported him for many, 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 many years. With that escape money, mm-hmm. right? Uh huh. So now I think, yeah, it absolutely makes sense. You know, she has stopped working and foregone her career to mm-hmm. raise the children while he was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it all makes sense now. You know, it's like, you know what? Like, no, oh, she's going to walk out. She's going to get, she's going to get, she's going to, she won't make him pay like he weigh mm-hmm. if, she, if she walk away. Yeah, she really fine. is. But and she um, it. I honestly you know, can't just, say that, like, she's done anything. And I don't know their business, you know what I mean? I don't, mm-hmm. we only know what the media, you know, tells us. But it's like, I haven't seen nothing besides her, Floyd Mayweather hitting on her. Like, I don't, I don't see her out here being loose and fast. Um, like, I, you only hear right. about T.I. out here playing this thing around. Like, I just, I don't know. I, she deserves it. I mean, every good thing that comes from this. I just, I think she'll do well. I think she'll yeah. do well. You know, I think that she. Yeah, she had a career to... like before him. She, mm-hmm. she will be fine. She has her little. Isn't she managing like a young group, or she was managing the a OMG a girl girls? Group? OMG girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yeah, she'll be fine. She already knows. She could. She could hustle. She'd be fine. Yeah, her and Candy did well as far as investing their money and, and you know, really, you know, over the years kind of, like, investing and, and saving and yeah. stuff. Her and Candy both Candy did, did really well. well. And yeah. Candy is cheap right. as fuck. <laughs> so what do other girls do? Where where are they at? Girl, are they still doing exactly. their VE Calvert plays? Girl, stop. <laughs> Wait, Tanika Scott did do that Medea play. She did Girl. the um, Meet the Bird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Being there, delivering all the high notes. 
You know yes. what I'm saying? They it was good. I ain't going to lie to you. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I seen her in another play she did. She was singing, and her sister was in something. Her sister's still making music. Latasha, mm-hmm. she's doing plays too. Mm-hmm. Latasha Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Get it. You know, they, you, know, they was, you know, they was all right. They made, they, did, they did what they were supposed to do. Right. Right. It's not like it was going to be a forever thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, but do y'all see how I, now people are attacking Tiny's looks and saying um, she's where? Who is gonna want to be with her now? She looks like a man, and I'm like, really? Whatever. Listen, she does not look like a man now. A I mean, she looks like Smokey Robinson. Product, bitch. Listen, <laughs> she kind of looks look like a cute Miss Piggy, but still, like. She she like a, you know, she don't, she, yeah, I think if she if she let go of the Reslin in her lips, I think she, you know, she's not a bad looking woman. She just needs to tone down the I want her to recolor her eyeballs. That's what I want. That was weird. It is weird. Like who does? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who does that? I have no idea. None. Like, girl, I was just like, okay, sis. Like, that's how you feel. I mean, or whatever. Like, are you that pressed that you, like, you have um, to? I mean, like, just because you can do it, should you? Right. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, let's let that go in 2017. No color contact. No permanent color contact. Let me tell you something. Ooh. I've been. I don't trust nobody with color contacts, and I've been. I can't that. trust you. <laughs> no, swap me color contacts. They gotta go. They have to go. They have to go. <laughs> well, you can still see your um your pupil underneath the contact. I can still yes. see the natural color of your eye. Oh, Listen, if God. you're gonna wear contacts, please go to a professional. Please go to an optometrist. What's the word? optometrist and get fitted for them. Yeah, I was about to say ophthalmologist, but that's the baby eye doctor. Go to an optometrist <laughs> and get professionally fitted for these. Do not buy them from a beauty supply store. Mm. It's not cute. <laughs> that's the people who do it. Yeah. You look a mess. You do. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's just not the way that never has been. That's been out of style since, like, 1989, I believe. Oh, wow. In my mind. Was that Hodgson? Like, back in the day, like, that used to be the thing. Like, oh, get a pair of color contacts. And, you know, be like, oh, these are my real eyes. My eyes are really green. My eyes are really blue. My eyes are really what, hazel. But, I mean, most niggas went out, ran out and got hazel. And mm-hmm. after a while, you just be like, you know what, I can still see your brown eyes underneath that shit. Like, my nigga. <laughs> so, for me, it just was like, it just was never really the wave. I never yeah. really the end of it. And when I still see people doing it back in 1990, 2000, 2000. I did it. I had a little wave in the 2000s. I was on, you know, they weren't hazel. They was brown. But I did do it for like a year or two. And I was like, you know, this is kind of stupid. I should just wear the clear. Okay. Like, right, 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 people. <laughs> is 
long as you recognize it was a phase and you know, plants fuck up too. Yeah, I am delivered. delivered. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just because like, I mean, it's like you just can't trust it. Like it's like, especially for real, for real. It's like when people get it and then they have to adamant about it being their real eye color. And yeah. it's just like, come on, just like that. So, so just no. Like we know. Mm. <laughs> just like don't do it don't do it it's not worth it it's not <laughs> it's not you're right you look like a damn fool like come on especially right. like a grown ass <laughs> adult you're not a child you're a grown ass usually women you know mm-hmm. a whole mm-hmm. ass adult and shit right just cut it out <laughs> At least get the good ones, you know. <laughs> right. But just just wear your fucking glasses. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Just, just do it. Just do it. So you know, like, oh. you know, it's checking for you. Just stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> Jeez. Oh boy. Listen, I'm not touching Eddie Long. <laughs> I'm not. I just. I, I'm not feeling right in my spirit about that one. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one go. Y'all can have that, it, but I'm gonna let that one go. I have been drinking, but I know. I think that, like I said, I don't know what's wrong with Eddie Long. All I know is whatever it is, he got a case. Uh, God don't like ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Good. I was just about to say, God did not like ugly. I don't know what it is. He looks terrible. He may yeah, be gone terrible. before the end of the year. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's like two 16 might take him out. That's right. That's you, right. Know, like, you, know, you know, y'all remember 2009 and how bad 2009 was? 2009 was rough. Y'all are the only one who remembers that? I mean, I remember the housing crisis, but I don't remember nothing else. I, I just, I just woke up every day asking, like, is this the day I'm gonna get laid off from my job? Is it today? That's all I remember from 2009. See, like I said, Me 2009. Too. I was like partially bad. employed. Yeah. Just great, you know, just a few years out of college at the time. It was struggling. Yeah, it was I had horrible. And I lost all the equity in my home. And Ugh. I just remember 2009 was rough. And it was I was rough. just thinking to myself, like, we survived 2009. We're going to survive 2016. But 2016 was rough. Like, I thought 2009 was, was bad. Yeah. 2016 was rough. And it was, but it was just like, 2016 was like, a wet blanket, like somebody perpetually pissed in your Cheerios every day. Yes. Like, that it was really like, meant, like, she really came and was like, I did not come here to play with y'all asses. Like, I came here to literally slay. Like, yes. it's, it's not playing. It's just wiping out everybody. Like, she really came. She stomped through, like, <laughs> like a bull in a china shop. Like, just yeah. literally, just like all, mm-hmm. like, just pissed on all your hopes and dreams. Like, yes. oh, you thought. <laughs> you thought you right. thought you was going to get another year, good some good tidings. <laughs> you thought, bitch, you thought like she was, was like fucking like, couch. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> like, all that. Like, 2016 really stomped through, and it was just like, damn, like, who, like, who did it? Like, why? And, but we made it so far. So far, we got two more days left. Two days left. Like, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Listen, keep days. your crystals on you. Keep your sage lit up. <laughs> keep I them incense burning. Like, Christmas water. Yes, I've been saving like crazy. Like I carry my crystals in my pocket. Like I'm not playing with. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I got my sage already. I'm gonna burn it on the new year. Yes, I'm about to uh, open my windows and your doors. I got my bud. I I got my wine. I got my rum. Yeah, I need Mm -hmm. more crystals. I need a (laughs) way more crystals. Y'all should be talking about crystals. I'm talking about bud and rum and wine. Two types of people in the apocalypse. <laughs> We're just going to make a care people. package, you know, a 2K16 <laughs> rescue pack. <laughs> okay. It has like, all the essentials. Some water, a flashlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lighter. <laughs> pack a little okay. daddy snack cakes. Like, you know, <laughs> you need all this, you know, if you're on the healthy side, you know, get you some apple chips, you know, it's just, I love apple chips. I have, listen, they had these uh, caramel apple chips. I have, yeah. we have been destroying them. They are so freaking good. They are freaking, oh. I'm looking for when they get the caramel salted apple chips, like, to just come through all the way on that. Like, oh, my God. If they do that. Because, you know, they have the sea salt, and then they have mm-hmm. the caramel. If y'all put those together, I'm, listen. Oh, that's going to be so good. It is. It is. Listen, I got a dehydrator, and I barely used it, but I'm about to start using it to make apple chips because we eat them mm-hmm. so much. You have a dehydrator. Yes, I got it for my birthday from my friend Fanye. Oh, get it, Yes, yes. <laughs> yes she sent me, me a dehydrator. She's always the goat. <laughs> always. I love her. <laughs> I do too. I, I really do. <laughs> hey, Fanye. <laughs> So I lie, y'all. I'm not detoxing no more. I'm gonna go ahead and go in here and smoke. <laughs> I, I, I want to go to sleep. Out this I I did like four days. No, it was a little bit over four days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been sleeping like shit, and I can't do it tonight. So I'm gonna smoke a little bit, and then yeah. I'm gonna go right to sleep. Yeah, it's, listen, I had some of my best sleep. You know. There yeah. was a couple times I've woken up high, like maybe around 5 a.m. and mm-hmm. I smoked a little bit. Uh, for me, I don't. I, it's hard to explain, but like like between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m., those are the hours that I like to be up the most. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, but when I smoke, I just, those are my best, that's just my best time. I have the best time. Yeah. I do. It's weird. And I, I know it's terrible, but. No. It's just my favorite time to be up and just to smoke sometimes. Because it's quiet. It's, the house is quiet. Yeah. You know, outside is quiet. Like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is very still and just mm-hmm. peaceful. 
And you're right. You're absolutely correct about that. Yeah. 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 I love when everybody's sleeping in the house. Mm-hmm. I just like to sit mm-hmm. on the couch and just, just be quiet because you don't yes. get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Once everybody wake up, they keep calling your name. Then you have your little moment with yourself and just, you know, kind of clear your mind or, mm-hmm. you know, if you just want to, you know, work through something, you know, work through your steps. And this is a good time for me. I do enjoy it. And I just, I'm going to get, I'm going to drink more wine in 2017. That's what you I'm should. That's the because I have, I, I guess I did a wine detox. I wasn't drinking. Like, I always have a bottle of wine, but I just wasn't drinking for whatever reason. And then I started again on the holiday. And I've been on vacation. I've been all, out of work since uh, off since last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sign that um, weed wine and... Uh, <sighs> Knock two out at the same time. Go to town. I yes. Wait <laughs> till I find it. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna get it. I really should. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna tell you all about it. But I wonder if I should smoke and drink it. It's, no, I think you should do one first. <laughs> one try. You should just try it. And let's be ready to get fucked up. <laughs> she will old. be fucked up. <laughs> we are not recording that day. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're but still, uh, <laughs> I can't do it. We should be like, "This is a disaster." Oh my god! Because <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> I'm like, "Hi, It's fine. <laughs> And then the next day, I'm like, nope, we got to re-record. <laughs> Listen, I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit, okay? I'm an artist, too. I'm just like, you are. No, we're just going to be organic. <laughs> okay. Remember that when I don't edit. Remember that, okay? Oh, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Remember that when I leave the uh, you walk into the door to get cake in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're authentic, okay? We are we are who we say we are. Okay. Right. That's 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 that. That's you're that. Right. You're right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Chelsea, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. You could go to my blog at callingmaryjames.com. dot com. It's calling M A R I J A N E dot com, um, and then on Instagram at calling underscore Mary Jane M A R I J A N E. Um, all most likely, I haven't started using Twitter uh, on my blog yet, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to. But it's you know it's social media overload. I need to. Yes. But I need to get myself there. It's just a lot. <laughs> I know, Listen, like I'm struggling. Really intense I'm, job is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lot. Like I'm trying. I may tweet uh, like twice a week because it's a lot to do. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Uh-huh. It's just it's uh mm-hmm. it's so much. It There's so many things out here. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. take your time. Right. Take baby steps. It, They'll find you. Right. 
Right. And you can always email me if you have questions or whatever um, at calling Mary Jane, calling M-A-R-I-J-A-N-E at gmail.com. Yes. Anytime I, I answer the question myself because it's just me, myself, and I. Yes. And if I don't I know the answers, know I'll figure it out. See, she's a problem solver, y'all. She's smart. <laughs> Reach out to her. <laughs> and I'll put all your information in the show notes so people can uh they can see it when we upload the show. Yeah. Okay, awesome. That's all it. Right. I don't have nothing else. Cause I'm gonna go on here um, and smoke. Yeah, I'm I had a great, great time. Thank you. Good, we did oh, too. I'm a good. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke a dab and uh have some snacks. Yeah, I've already yeah. started, so I'm just we know. finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. We know. All right, y'all. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank bye. you, Chelsea. Thanks. There's Peace, no nigga. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.